Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Bridgestone Weatherpeak. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What's up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Friday, January 14th. And boy, do we have an NFL weekend for you. They're calling it Super Wild Card Weekend. Um... Two Saturday, three Sunday, one Monday night. It doesn't get much better than that. I know it's a holiday weekend, so everybody's got Monday, or many people have Monday off. It's just going to be wall-to-wall football. You got to love it. Um, And we have a great guest to usher in the madness. Uh, He's been in Vegas for about two decades. I think you guys are going to like his stuff. We, We break down every single game. I decided at the end of the pod... I will uh, offer my bets that I've already got in, uh, at least the ones that I'm going to reveal. Like uh, I've got almost 10 bets in so far for the weekend, including props. Um, but we'll go through the games with Dave Sherapan. He's got a podcast, Cash, Con- Cash Considerations. He's worked on both sides of the counter, so he knows his stuff. It's uh, pretty informative. Um, I think you guys will like it. Real quick, before we get to Dave, uh, the only story really I saw, and no, I don't care that the Warriors got killed by the Bucks or that the Grizzlies have won a million games in a row. It's January, it's the NBA. The firing of David Culley by the Houston Texans is moderately interesting. Now, we all knew he was toast, okay? Everybody knew that the Texans, it was going to be impossible to hire anybody with the Deshaun Watson saga. He wanted out. 
Nobody wants the job when you don't have a quarterback. The ownership is a mess. It, there was a f- whole front office thing, the Bill O'Brien power. It was just ugly. Nobody wanted that job. So what did they do? They took a lifer, David Cully. Old school, I think he'd worked in the industry for, I don't know, maybe 40 years? I mean, the guy was a, a, a position coach of some kind for about 30 years in the league. I think he started out as a scout and like, yeah, he's been around the block. Guy, 64, finally gets a chance to be a head coach. This is important. He signed a five-year deal. They announced it as a five-year deal. Everywhere, five-year deal. So, Cully coaches, they go 4-13. and 13. You know, Davis Mills was all right. I mean, four wins is, I, I didn't think it was a bad season at all. We knew they were going to be terrible. They signed all veterans. They've got like one of the oldest teams in the league. I think every free agent they signed was over 30. It's like, what do you expect? And they're terrible. But people thought, well, they're kind of competitive and like, what are we doing anyway? You might as well keep Cully, right? So they fire him on Thursday. It was either, you know, Cully or apparently the offensive coordinator, but it didn't really matter because you know that that front office is a total uh, train wreck and it has been for a while. It's uh, former New England guy, Casario, running the show and then they have that shadow advisor. It's just ugly, okay? But this is where it gets interesting. So Adam Schefter comes out after Cully is fired. Remember, five-year deal. And Adam Schefter says, it was really only a two-year contract. The final three years, um, they they don't owe him money for it because it was basically a two-year deal with, like, options, okay? And that was like, oh, my gosh, wait a minute. So this guy sits on a grenade for one year? He basically got a lame-duck contract and nobody reported it? Remember, at the be- uh, go, go look it up a year ago. Cully, five years to the Houston Texans. You're like, all right, cool. Even if they fire him or dust him after one or two, he gets, they pay him out for five, and the guy's set up for life. Hey, man, you worked a long time in the league. You sit on this grenade. Congratulations. You know, you're going to get fired, but, you know, we set you up to fail, but you're getting a golden parachute. But then the Schefter thing was like, nope. He's basically getting, it was basically a two-year deal, so uh, they don't owe him the final three years. So then an hour later, the NFL Network comes in, Tom Pelissaro, who's been on here, and says, mm, not true, without calling out Schefter. Basically, they owe Cully the final three years of his deal, which is $17 million. And it's like, well, wait, that's kind of important. Because now, it's I don't feel sorry for Cully. They set him up to fail, but guess what? Go see ya. You walk away with $17 million. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Set your family up for life. That's generational wealth. Even after taxes and the agent, you're still looking at $9 million. That's not generational wealth? Uh, I mean, Cully's 65. His kids are set up. His kids' kids are set up. Come on. Now, I, I, uh, nobody's playing the violin for this guy because he did really have no chance to succeed. But so, I mean, ultimately, you can't feel bad for him. I just found it comical that a year ago they announced this guy got a five-year deal. Then Schefter comes out and says, no, 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 it's a two-year deal. Like When you hear two-year deal, it's like, come on, no chance for this guy. None. And then you hear, nope, they're paying the final $17 million. It's like NFL, too. <sighs> Ugly stuff. All right, let's get to Dave Sherapan, longtime Vegas guy to break down all six wildcard games. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say, I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. 
All right, let's welcome into straight fire a guy. Obviously, listen, you guys know it's NFL playoffs. It's wild card weekend, heavy gambling. Got new g- gambling sponsors here on the podcast. So we thought we'd bring in somebody front row in Vegas for almost two decades now. Dave Sherapan, Cash Considerations podcast. Dave, I see you wearing your Steelers hat. How are you feeling about your Steelers this weekend? All right, Jay. So first of all, <laughs> pleasure to be here. I've been listening to you for a long time from afar as well. So Thanks for having me. Second of all, I, I mean, we, we talked about it real quick before we started. Big Ben played it perfectly. I mean, no chance. You know, we're just going to show up, have some fun, see how we do. I don't know about you, but that sounded like a cover to me. I didn't think they had a chance, you know, being a fan and, you know, seeing what the books did. I mean, they put this number. This is one of the biggest numbers in a wild card weekend history. Yeah, I don't think I've seen one bigger. Have you? I can't remember. Yeah. Somebody's been asking. I, I want. I got to go back through and look. But um, that was that sounded like code for we're going to cover the spread. I don't know if we can win the game. But I, I, think I love it. Cover the spread. I have this in my notes here. So, uh, home wild card favorites of ten or more, going back to ninety six, eight no straight up, eight no against the spread. So when the big favorites are laying lumber. In the playoffs, it's in the wild card round. It's for a reason historically. Now I know that's a tiny sample size, um, and obviously Pittsburgh has the re- quote unquote revenge angle, uh, Dave. But listen, I mean, they were just—it's just not a good matchup. It feels no, like for Kansas. unless a, unless it's Tyreek Hill heel injury is something that I'm I'm not aware of. It's <laughs> how are how's Pittsburgh going to score enough points to mm-hmm. cover the spread? That's the issue for me. I think the the defense can. Maybe hold the Chiefs to what, 24, three touchdowns and a field goal? But that means we got to get 13, all right? And now if the Chiefs get 31, four <laughs> touchdowns and a field goal, I don't think the Steelers can cover. So, I mean, that's what it weighs. Steelers aren't going to win a shootout. Yeah. We know that. They, I mean, it may take two or three games to score enough points to win this game. But one game, big spread. Hey, they could get blown out. I'm, I'm intrigued with the total in the game. It, I mean, why is that? Uh, 46 and a half 40. Yeah. So the spread is gigantic. Yeah. And the total is only the second highest total of the week. So, you know, in the book that tells me, I mean, when it gets that close where it's like three to four times the the spread is uh, in the total that you look for that correlated parlay thing, dog Hmm. and under favorite and over. So, He's run it up. It could be a trouble. That's an interesting. I had not looked at that angle. It doesn't appear the weather's going to be a factor. I am curious though. um, You know, Pittsburgh. What is this? What is this forty-six and a half saying? That the the books think that what they'll set the Chiefs team total of what twenty-seven and a half, maybe twenty-eight and a half. Yeah, like twenty-seven thirteen is is or or no, that's forty. Yeah, that's a Uh, still thirty-one. You're right. Something seems off about that. It does. And it so you got to look at that and think. All right. Did the Steelers really have a shot at winning the game? Probably not. Yeah. Do they have a shot at covering the spread? Maybe. Does this? How does this game play out? The Chiefs can win either way if the game stays <laughs> under or over. The Steelers can only win one way is if the game stays under. So it's now kind of leaning under. Yeah, I, I had some Steelers fans criticizing me because on the pod, I was like, listen, Welcome to the, the, the Steelers team went through a stretch where they had five straight games where they did not get a touchdown. In the first half, they were the 31st rated uh, team in the league in scoring in the first quarter. The only the team worst was the New York Giants. And then the first oh. half, they were also 31st. And again, the Giants were 32nd. 
So what does that say about Mike Tomlin preparing this team? I know he's a great rah-rah guy and everybody loves Mike Tomlin as an underdog. Uh, uh, I don't know, Dave. Is there some concern that maybe the preparation's just not there this year for the Steelers? I, I, I don't. How do you explain these first half woes with a veteran team? First of all, welcome to the club. The Steeler fans criticize everybody. All right, so now you're officially in. Second of all, the play calling has been in question for a, a little bit now. Not just, not just you know, um, you know, this offensive coordinator. It's been a couple different offensive coordinators. So they're ready to throw the guy under the bus before. And now, I mean, they just they can't run the ball at the beginning. And they run the ball, and then they throw the bubble screen, and they punt. And then they run the ball, throw the bubble screen, and punt. It's almost like we're going to do what we do in the first half. They can't do it, yet they get behind. And then second half, adjustments are made, and they actually try to throw the ball downfield. It's really strange, but it's a repeated pattern. A couple of weeks ago when they went to Kansas City, <laughs> they did the same thing. They were down 23 nothing, and the game was yeah. over. If they do that this week, the same thing will happen. The game's got to be tied or within a field goal, I think, or the Chiefs' second half will be an auto play for me. Yeah. So uh, even more concerned from that first game, no Kelsey, right? Remember, he, he was right. out COVID. And then Hill was coming back from COVID, and he admitted after the game he was exhausted. I think he had two catches on the opening drive and nothing the rest of the game. Right. So to smack around Pittsburgh, 36, what was it, 36-3, 36-10, something like that? Yeah, they got 36-10 uh, was the final. Yeah, yep. To kill them like that, annihilation without yeah. Kelsey and Hill is That's a it. little startling. Now, obviously, yeah. listen, we just saw, you know, Georgia get destroyed by Alabama in the SEC championship game and came back to win. So there is that beat a team twice tried and true narrative, which is out there. And I know that a lot of those are going to be pushed this weekend. But do, what do you you give Pittsburgh any chance? Are you taking a little flyer on the money line at all? No, not, not for me. <laughs> no, I mean. Come on, even a, I do that when my Jets are in the playoffs, you know, every other decade. Listen, I've been in a book for all these decades of people, you know, a couple of decades. People, you can bet with your heart, but it's yeah. not really. I mean, it's I fun, but you're betting the Jets. I've yeah. taken bets on the Jets to win the Super Bowl, Jay, for for two decades, yeah. like people willingly handing me money and say, I want the Jets to win the Super Bowl. I used to joke with those people, and not just the Jets fans, but I'd say, you know, this is just for this season and not your lifetime, <laughs> which was always get a huge Ouch. kick at the counter. But no, I, I, I think the Steelers, I think the Steelers have a shot. It's a very small shot. I think the Chiefs have to turn the ball over a couple of times. And Mahomes has had a year where he's turned the ball over and the Steelers defense is playing as good as anybody in the league right this now. True. Yep. So TJ Watt, you know, strip sack something. We, we hold the chiefs in the red zone to a couple field goals. No, that's fair. Keep this game live going to the fourth quarter. We got a life. That's all. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll, we'll, I'll let you pick the next game. Uh, is, is there an upset that you see anywhere on the board that you're kind of like, you know, I like the dog here. It feels like the most popular underdogs this weekend are um, the San Francisco 49ers. And then a lot of people seem to like the Raiders. Yeah. So the early money will start up at the top if you want with the Raiders because okay. uh, I'm here. But the, the money came on the Raiders. The book set that line a little bit high, um, you know, because when they played here. So the unique thing about some of these matchups are we have round two or round mm -hmm. three. So. There's a little bit more information for the odds makers and the books like, you know, to kind of set a number. So 
Bengals favored at the Raiders in a regular season. You flip the game, you put it in Cincinnati, and it swings all the way to six and a half. It closed since he minus one, one and a half in the first matchup. So seems like too much, and people that I respect are on the Raiders, but the game got to play way differently than the first time because who wants to bet against Joe Burrow right now? Like, mm. I don't know. And that offense in Cincy, when you look at that game, do you see high-scoring or low-scoring game? Yeah, I bet the first half under 24 and a half. Um, I don't see this being a major high scoring game, but I'll, I'll point this out. I think that first meeting, Dave, I think it was like, was it? It was like a three point game with like seven or eight minutes left, right? Maybe nine minutes left. Yes. And then Carr, they kind of imploded there in the fourth, yes. a couple turnovers and Bengals short field. But, you know, there there are some advantages for your Raiders. I don't want to say your Raiders, for the oh, Raiders, Raiders here. Um, <laughs> but, you know, like, you could make a case that, hey, they, they play that weird zone. I think three high is their their deal, and they're not going to let Chase get loose. They're not going to give up any huge, massive plays um, down the field to Chase. I, and, and Burrow has struggled a bit against zone. He's torched, yeah. man. You can't blitz Burrow. Well, Raiders don't yeah. blitz. They got Crosby. You know, right. they got that defensive line. I, you can make a case. I just – it's just tough for me off that win last week, that emotional win oh. for them – on a short week to come back, um, I, I think they were on the field, what, 80, 80 plays? It's 89 yeah. plays or something like that? Felt like the game just ended yesterday. Yeah, and, and, and <laughs> Joe Mixon now um, fully healthy. You know, Bengals guys rested last week. I, it just, I can see a scenario where the Bengals just grind out a an ugly 27-10 win or something. Yeah, I, I could see that. I mean, I think the Raiders <clears throat> are playing their best football of the season, obviously, right now. This four-game winning streak – the game against the Colts opened my eyes to the mm. possibility that, one, this team could make the playoffs, but, two, they could win a game with the right matchup. Is this the right matchup? First time starting for Joe Burrow yeah. in a playoff game. I mean, everything the Raiders have gone through this season, all the adversity. I mean, with, you know, Gruden got to go. The accident, the, the 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 getting stuck in Cleveland an extra weekend because of the COVID protocols. Mm. All this they keep finding ways to win games, yeah. and they're doing it hanging around defensively. And Derek Carr not turning the ball over. If they do that, Jay, they can win this game. I feel like this thing's going to be over though. If you like Cincy, oh. you've got to like over. But if you like under, like you, I think you got to like Raiders. So I'm feeling like this one might be one of those kind of back and forth affairs, huh. not like the chiefs and the Bengals game. And since he ended up because yeah. they could trade touchdowns, if the Raiders get into having to trade yeah. touch, they're in trouble. They're, they're going to yeah. get run out. Um, of what do you make uh, again, historically of when you see numbers like the Raiders are four and zero in overtime games this year, and they're seven and two in one possession games. When you see that, is that a, Eh, they got kind of lucky red flag because, you know, the bills I think are Oh, and five in one possession games right. this year. Last year, I think they were six and one or something obscene. And and you just, if, I mean, I don't want to pretend that we're at a, uh, a roulette table and you know, there's been a run of black and it's going to change eventually. I, I'm not playing that card, right. but it does feel like the Raiders have been fortunate a lot this year. Absolutely. And sometimes, I mean, those things run in streaks, right? They do yeah. seem to, I mean, you kind of you have to put yourself in those situations to have them go your way. 
but it, you know, equated to like baseball. I mean, there's times where teams win one run games more than they don't. They end up in the playoffs and those times they don't, they come up just short. Well, that's what happened for the Raiders, right? What that tells me when you look at it like that for the Bills this season is the Bills are probably a little bit better than maybe perception may give them. Mm, so man. that's the way you look at it. As far as like odds making and looking at it in the book, it, you, you, you dismiss that. You don't really put that into play, but you know that people may bet that stuff that way. And yeah. that may give you a little inkling to shade a number one way or the other. And what you just said about the Bills may be undervalued. I, I think this line is criminally low. I, I don't know where you are on Bills, Patriots, but I, this is basically everyone just giving Bill, Bill Belichick a ton of respect <laughs> because rookie quarterback Mac Jones on the road in the playoffs. I don't know if you checked the weather report, but it looks like it's going to be zero or one degrees Saturday night in Buffalo. And I just I can see Buffalo just totally crushing this game and winning like 24 to nine or something. It's not even really close and it's going to be a boring game. This this Patriots offense is not attractive at all. It's not. And going against a rookie quarterback in his first NFL uh, playoff game, especially on the road, is an old that's an old, you know, sharp guy, wise guy move or whatever like that. That is a hidden thing that I think we're just kind of dismissing a little bit when you're looking at this game. I mean, yeah. all the four and a half got gobbled up, Jay. They're gone. Yeah, well, it's Belichick. That's all I hear. I don't hear any credible argument for the Patriots other than it's Belichick. But the Bills are built like they play in a dome. They pass the ball. Josh Allen's amazing quarterback when he can do what he does. They don't run the ball. This game feels like it's got to be a running game. If they have wind again, and they have cold, are they going to f- pass it around and have Josh Allen running all around? I don't know. That may be why. And a lot of times, listen, Jay, these, these guys, that you know, I call them bad guys that come in and bet the bags of money, the limit players in the books. <laughs> you know, they come in, they bet the weather on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You know, and if they think it's going to be bad and the total is going to drop day of game when everybody starts the coverage and they show the game and, the wind is blowing sideways, the snow's dropping, and everybody runs to the window or gets on their app. It goes under, under, under. They already have a number that's gone. Mm. So that's why they're betting that game under, and that's why they're taking the dog. I'm with you, though. If it's if it's conditions okay, just cold, Buffalo's offense, last time it was decent, put up 31 easy. easy. Against, I mean, they didn't punt. Yeah. They didn't punt. And so now I think Buffalo's offense is going to be able to score to – the whole game is going to come down to Mac Jones, their offensive game yeah. plan. He's going to have to make plays on third down to keep drives going. When pressured, he hasn't been able to do that. This one could get away from the Patriots quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to play weather guy, but another game with weather, Dave, is this Tampa Philly game. And I don't know if a lot of people have noticed because, you know, Tampa, everybody's got relatives in Florida, right? Yeah. Uh, Tampa, <laughs> weather's great, great. I, well, all of a sudden, 80% chance of thunderstorms, 20 mile an hour winds, you know, like what, what's the key number is it 18 mile an hour, 20 mile an hour, right yeah. around there. But the weather does not look good. And you know, the Eagles love the slop. I mean, they, they just, all yeah. they do is run the football. They got to yeah. push you around in the trenches. Tampa beat up. I, I don't know, Dave, again, it's tough for me to pull the trigger on Philly, given they haven't beaten anybody this year. And really they haven't looked good in any of those games against playoff teams. Um, I think they're zero and six straight up, and yep. like one and five against the spread against playoff teams. The one cover was a luck box 
when Tampa just took a knee. Remember, they were on like the five. I think it was a Thursday night game. They just took a knee. They're like, yeah, we're not going to score. We could. Yeah. Um, That's I, sometimes I, how you have to cover. Good yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I think I was on the Eagles that night, but um, I, I don't know, Dave. I, I It's tough for me to bet against Tom Brady against a rookie coach, rookie quarterback. But the weather kind of mucks this up a little bit, does it not? This is this is great. This is how you talk through a bet. And you can talk yourself crazy. Yes. On this that's one. A- <laughs> you can sit here and talk yourself crazy. I've done this at the counter with people for years in the book, wherever on the phone. This will be the books. One of the biggest needs. Mm. Who's going to bet? Who's going to bet Philly? Yeah. Nobody. Because once you kind of got to do it, you get that uneasy feeling in your stomach. It just doesn't feel right. You're like, how, how are we actually going to get there with this? How can they actually win this game? Um, I think the Eagles are going to be able to run the ball. I mean, you all, all you hear is you can't run a ball against Tampa. You can't run a ball against My Tampa. Jets did, yeah. I was just going to yeah. say, <laughs> Jets fans would know you could run the ball on Tampa. Um, now, they did it in New York, but I don't care where the game's played if we're playing in that weather. And that may, I mean, 80% is a lot more than 20%. Yeah. So it's going to rain. And those of us that all have relatives in Florida know it rains a lot in Florida. It's nice and it's mild temperatures sometimes, but it rains a lot. Rain would be perfect for this game, for Philly, not for Tampa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's a, I think it's a big ask for them to, you know, think you're going to go on the road and upset Tom Brady. But man, Tampa's kind of a wounded animal, right? They, I mean, are. they, got, a, they got a lot of beat up guys, a lot of guys out of that lineup. I mean, I watched the games. There's, you know, number 15, number 12. I don't know who any of these people I, are. Some of these receivers, you're right. I don't know who they are, Jay. Yeah. Like, I, I'm watching. I watched the last couple of games. I'm like, who's this guy? I got to, you know, Google search all this, find out who they are. I think the turnover, it, it's going to be within the, the number, right? And then they're going to have to, Hurts is going to make a play to get a cover. I don't know if they can win, but I think they're live. It's, it's Philly. Or pass for me sidewise mm. total perfect number 46 47 these numbers are just i mean these numbers now in the nfl are the sharpest numbers of yeah. the season you gave us all the information i used to say the odds making business is hard when you don't know that like week 18 you come off of you don't know who's playing who's not who's motivated who's not yeah. now at least thanks to sports gambling being popular all over Everybody knows everybody's contract incentives and you can destroy it on player props. You get to this playoff. It's every, it's almost like a formula. Yeah. You know, 459 or 449, 351, eight and a half, 47. I mean, the numbers are all pretty safe and you don't see no line movement because everybody's kind of betting the same thing. And yeah, they're but waiting it, to bet the dogs. Like I am curious when you hear the book's biggest need is Eagles. Does that do anything to your handicap or is that too, 10, 15 years ago, that kind of thing mattered. The, the market's just so different now. Or uh, 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 Some people have played that card. Some people play that card. Some people are going to keep playing that card. But what I know from sitting in a book is my book may need the Eagles. His book may need the Eagles. His book may need, you know, Tampa to cover the teasers. Mm. Like, like, so it's a general statement and it applies globally, you know, but it doesn't apply specifically. So I think we can fall into that trap. Oh, it's a public dog. It's a public dog. Or, oh, that's the book's biggest need. And you can use the narratives for whatever you want. One of the things I say on Twitter all the time is nobody knows Squadoosh. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I use the other word, but 
even this, even the sharpest guys in the world. I mean, does they that include too. that? Wait, does that include the house? <laughs> oh yeah. I, and that's the funniest yes. thing. It's like, yes. yeah, you know, I, I don't know if you're in these season long contests, but you know, I did the circa and I, another season where I had a winning record, I was like 54%, but that's not even close to winning any money Jay, because somebody I, gets lucky as hell for three months and goes on a heater and they win the contest. It's unbelievable. I did the Westgate. I've been doing it for years. I, mm. I did the circa as well. I mean, I, I did it for other people like to ask me to put picks in. So it's kind of a proxy, but I help them with the picks and we went 52 and 38. I mean, I've got sixty percent. It doesn't mean nothing. It doesn't mean nothing. It's it's not even close to the money. It's frustrating as can be. I know it's annoying. Yeah, annoying as could be. But Uh, real quick on the Bucks. um, So again, I said this earlier this week, and all these people like, who cares about Ronald Jones being doubtful? What does that matter? Well, Fournette's coming off IR, and Jones is the backup. And have you looked at the Bucks depth chart? If this is an inclement weather game, and Brady can't throw it in. It's Keyshawn Vaughn, who has looked decent. I think he's a kid out somewhere out of the SEC. And then Le'Veon Bell, who is absolutely How washed. Is he still on a roster? There's no way he's even a 10 <laughs> or 15 carry guy. So, again, in an inclement weather game, with Fournette coming off IR, we think. I, I don't know if he's practiced yet this week. I haven't seen Ronald Jones hurt, doubtful. And now, all of a sudden, no Godwin, no AB. I mean, there is a crazy scenario here where the Bucks lose this game. For sure. I, I, I mean, and you could, you're right. You could talk yourself into that for every game. And I don't know, Dave, I was going to be a lawyer when I was a kid. <laughs> and one of my things is I like to argue both sides. So I know what they're going to say so I can come back at them with it. And I think that's kind of helped me as a gambler, but it hurts because I talk myself out of place. Like one of my first bets this week was I like Cowboys at three. Yeah. And then the next day I'm thinking about I'm like, oh my gosh, what the hell did I do? What I, what I fucking do? Uh, 49ers to the side. And now, Three straight days, everybody. Oh, 49ers are dangerous. 49ers are the team. Uh, Dave, this this is probably what I should have stayed away from, but I'm on Dallas, so I'm pot committed. Right. You got a side on this one or anything? So that's so funny because I was going to go to law school. Instead, I went to Curacao and ran an offshore sports book for wow. a couple of years. That's what I did. Oh, Curacao's so, a beautiful island. Oh, yeah. I lived there for almost two years and, and ran a book down there back in the late 90s and, and, and learned a lot about life, to be perfectly honest. Got a PhD in bookmaking and odds making and nice. all of this stuff, but I, I I learned about life and a whole different aspect. So this game is a perfect microcosm for that, Jay, because you see what Dallas is doing the last week of the season. Why in the hell are they playing anybody mm. in that game against Philly? They're getting ready. They look good. And the Niners are struggling in a game they have to win to get in. And then somehow win that game against the Rams. Thank the Matthew Stafford for throwing a pick to get us back oh. in it. We got it going, yeah. win the game in overtime. And now this is the public dog of the week. This one. Oh, this one would have me a little bit nervous if because when the spread's bigger, you're supposed to need to favor. You know, in the book, you need the dog pretty much every day. But when you need to favor in a game, the books are going to need the Cowboys at mm. this number. You put up three and 51, it's perfect. It's easy. What's the line? Dallas is at home, three. What's the total? 51. I mean, it's it, it's it's either 47 or 51 in this game and chose the little bit higher one, and it hasn't moved. Mm. So I'm with you in that I feel like Dallas should win this football game. And then I get worried. Uh, if I have Dallas, 
if McCarthy messes this up. Oh, geez. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen. Uh, does that Kyle make you Shanahan feel good? You got, McCarthy, you got yeah. money on this guy laying points. Are you nervous about that? Yeah, I'm not a huge McCarthy guy. Uh, Dan Quinn against his former uh, guy on the Falcon staff, right? Uh, it was Dan Quinn and Shanahan that yeah. went to the Super Bowl with the Falcons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I know Shanahan's done a great job of choking. My problem is I have some futures bets on the Niners to win the Super Bowl from oh. preseason. I, I love this team, but their secondary is total garbage. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we saw Tannehill exploit them. Davis Mills a couple weeks ago was throwing the ball deep to Cooks. I think they, he's, they're Davis among the Mills league leaders. Him credit, Jay. He's, yeah. done, he's done pretty good. He has done pretty well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, this 49ers defense is bad. The only problem is no Gallup. So now it's Lamb and Cooper. Um and, you know, Lamb's better as a slot, I think, than outside, although he's really good anywhere. I just, I don't know. I, this is the best game to watch, but it's going to be just yeah. close throughout, right? There's no way there's a blowout. No, I don't think there's an edge in here, but yeah. I think this game plays out to the over, doesn't it? Like, I, It I, does feel like, yeah, uh, 49ers secondary is bad. Dallas defense a little overrated, and despite having some studs. And yeah. you're right. I, I would look at this as 28-24, somebody – you know, 28, yeah, 27 right. in that. Right. It's right around that. No, that's exactly what the numbers say it should be. So yeah. um, I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, that's a great. And it's a throwback, you know, to the 90s. The yes. Steve Young, Terrell Owens. And exactly. And we, and we um, get we get. Um, do you think Dallas, if they win, has a shot at advancing past the next game? I, you know, this is weird. I, and David, I'm glad you brought that up. I don't spend a lot of time wildcard weekend looking at who would face who because of the whole like lowest seed plays the tight uh, plays the top seed and right. all that like I don't know who I don't even know who Dallas played next um well they're the that's the four five matchup is it not or no that's the five that's the three six matchup yeah so they would go to they would go to Tampa if all the top seeds win, the three goes yeah. to the two, so they would I, go to Tampa. I, I mean, I guess I they could win that, that game. I don't hate like that matchup at all. Yeah, I, I think Dallas is Super Bowl worthy. Do you really? I, I yeah, that passing game, man. I, I just think they can hang with anybody in that front four with Micah and uh, and Lawrence. I think they can do some damage, man. And they just got to get by the Niners. They got to get by the Niners, yeah. and and this will be this will be a, an old school, like tough physical game where I think the. I don't know. They got, they got to run the ball. Are they going to be able to run the ball? Are Cowboys going to be able to run the ball? <laughs> Tyron Smith is healthy. The offensive line should work. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin Use the tire decision guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. 
When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. This is John Middlecoff from 3 and Out with John Middlecoff. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that saying? with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Rams, uh, Cardinals, this is the second game I bet. I'm on the Rams here. I, I can't make a case for the Cardinals. No Hopkins. I don't care that J.J. Watt's coming back. 
I don't know, Dave, is there a case for the cards here? Yeah, the money came for the cards on the early number. I mean, because um, this thing opened four and a half and it was all gone in some places that I, you know, really huh. respect have gone to three and a half offshore and stuff. And I understand why. Remember, and this is round three of this matchup. Mm -hmm. Arizona beat the Rams pretty handily at the Rams, but they did have D hop. They had, they had yep. the full complement of players. And, 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 and I think Dave Rams were coming off beating Tampa. Tampa. Yeah. Remember Tampa had won the Super Bowl, and they're, are they going to go undefeated and, and the Rams yeah. crushed them. Right. Right. Yeah. So I think the Rams are Super Bowl worthy. I yes. thought that before the season. And then I watched Matthew Stafford throw a crucial pick every single week. <laughs> and the team have to recover from it, and it drives me crazy. So I'm with you here. I like the Rams, too. Okay. The number's coming down. Um, I heard a great stat on one of the other shows that I do where um, the sixth seed has beaten the three seed outright, like, I don't know, at a very high percentage, over 60% in the last five years overall. Really? This is the game that is 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 the tough one for the, the home favorite. I don't know how this game plays out. The NFL moved the game to Monday night. These guys are going to know exactly who won, who lost. I don't think that factors into the handicap, but I think it factors into people's handicap because now we'll get to watch all the other five games and this is singled out on a Monday night in prime time. It's going to be massive handle for the books. It's a genius yeah. move by the NFL because it doesn't get lost in the shuffle on the weekend. Mm -hmm. I like the Rams, Jay. I'm with you. Uh, let me ask you, what do you do historically when one coach has absolutely dominated another one? McVay, I believe, is eight and one or nine and one straight up against Arizona and Kingsbury. Um, it, it's just been a bloodbath when they meet and. You know, you, you mentioned the extra day, and I just thought, like, boy, Cliff Kingsbury's got to think about getting owned by McVeigh <laughs> for an extra day. He's just got to let that marinate. Like, Kingsbury, first playoff game. Kyler Murray, first playoff game. I care more about that than I do Matt Stafford has never won a playoff game. I know Stafford's been terrible down the stretch. I mean, you know, How many we're getting playoff close games to, did Stafford play? I, I think he played in two or three in Detroit. And I they were always underdogs. Two. Yeah. Was it two? I think. I okay. think. Yeah, it's they were always many. dogs. Yeah, yeah, no, no, not many. Um, but he's a he's a I like Stafford, so I, I I defend him probably too too much. I know he historically has been a choke artist against good teams, but I don't know, Dave. I, the other concern with the Rams is how close are we to if Stafford throws an early pick six? He led the league in pick sixes or tied with Lawrence yep. or whatever. Yep. How close are we to Odell Beckham? leading some kind of mutiny on the sideline. Like <laughs> I came here and you can't get it. Like he's done this everywhere, right? He did it with the giants. He did it with Baker Mayfield. And like, is, you know, Stafford's got to be a little fragile the way he ended the season. Right. I mean, <laughs> a little bit. I know he's a vet, but I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I really, I'm rooting for this Rams team. Like, you know, I live out here in LA now, yeah. Dave, and, and yeah, everybody's kind of adopted the Rams and they're fun. I mean, we like the chargers too, but it's like, Rams could play at home at SoFi. Come on. We got to root for that. It only happened the first time ever last year when Tampa mm -hmm. got to the home stadium. Yeah. So the Rams have a little bit of extra pressure on them. And uh, we got to count on. I don't think you'll get the mutiny on a sideline, but I think you'll get the, hey, man, let's go. Let's get the, the defense 
is going to win this game. Now, we're worried about J.J. Watt coming back for the Cardinals. Yeah, no, that's a big one. That's a big one. But I think no Hopkins for them really hurts that offense. And I think that puts the pressure on them when they get down. I ain't worried about the Rams coming back. I ain't worried about the Rams playing with a lead. I'm good either way. I'm worried about the Cardinals coming back from a deficit. I don't know if you really force them to become one-dimensional, force Murray into as long as they can contain him and he's not able to get around the end and get first downs with his legs, you force him into that situation, Donald pressure. I I mean, they ain't stopping Cooper Cup. Nobody's been able to do it. Rams are going to score. Secondary on the in Arizona is not very good. Um, no. what? But last question: What about the secondary on the Rams? I saw that they signed Eric Weddle. What is that? He's been out of the league for two years. Is he, is this guy going to have to play real real minutes? Like, I, I know there aren't many threats in the Arizona. Like Christian Kirk, maybe deep. <laughs> um, but like, are you going to play a dude who's been out of football for two years? I would love to know. I asked that question. To, to my co-host on, on my podcast, it's called Boston University. But we, he said that to me. I said, "What has Weddle been doing?" Yeah, like, I'm a dad. I got three kids. I coach them. I'm on the field. I try to stay active. But like, what was he doing? For he hasn't played since 2019. That was and like pre-COVID, right? Yeah. They said, you know, <laughs> hey, uh, Cole Weddle. We, we ain't got nobody to play safety. Can, see what he's doing. Yeah, he answers the phone and said, I'll be there on Sunday. But, you know, what time is practice tomorrow? I'll I'll make sure I get there. Like and he's going to play like that is concerning to me. They called a guy that's been out of the league for two years. Jay, I'm trying to think Um, defensive coordinator has totally was totally different back. It wasn't it the uh, the old guy um, went to the Super Bowl. Um, The old guy. uh, um, Damn it. I'm spacing on his name. I think he coached the Cowboys uh, and he coached the Broncos. Um, and then he came and was a great defensive coordinator oh, for nah. the Rams. Uh, Wade Phillips? Yes. I, I mean, it's like a totally different defense than what Phillips did, did isn't it? Yeah. That, that's got to be tough. In like five days to jam Eric Weddle in the game plan? I have no idea how this works. But 49 and a half, Jason, do you think over or under when you think this game on Monday? Night? I mean, third meeting between teams. The familiarity is pretty good. I would lean under, but the opportunity for defensive touchdowns with – Kyler um, running for his life and fumbling Stafford pick six. So probably staying away from that total. Yeah. It's a hard total, but I like over over. Okay. And I like, oh, and I'm with you thinking favorite. So I'm, I'm thinking Rams and over Rams get at least 31, four touchdowns and field goal, maybe three, two field goals and three touchdowns, 27 minimum. And that gives us enough to yeah. you know get the, the Cardinals there. Close game. Fun weekend, dude. Thanks yeah, you know, man. for hey, having hey, me. Good great. luck with your Steelers. Yeah, I, you know, I hate yeah. to say I think you're going to need it. Uh, by the way, who do you want as quarterback when Big Ben leaves in, oh. you know, like six days? <laughs> man, I, I, I mean, obviously, I, I don't want to think about it because I'd like to, you know, party to continue. It's been yes, fun yes. saying goodbye at home against Cleveland was one of the coolest moments for Steelers fans in a while. Yeah. Then they go win a game. Thank you again, Jacksonville, for beating the Colts to allow this party to continue. And now, who do I want to be the quarterback? I haven't thought about it. Obviously, the Steelers haven't thought about it because it got Mason Rudolph and no other real oh, plan. There's no, I'll tell you, we could make a, 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 a steak dinner bed if you want. There's no way Mason Rudolph is starting week one next year. You don't no shot. So. No, come on. You've seen, we've seen it for two and a half years, haven't we? As a backup, he's terrible. Oh, well, I'm not saying he, I'm, 
right now he should start, but what are they going to do? Go right. sign Aaron Rodgers? Well, like, what I, do the Steelers I mean, do? Jimmy Garoppolo's got to be the guy, right? Jimmy G in black and gold? No. I love it. I oh, think okay. Great. I mean, no. I, I mean, I listen, think that would be if, awesome. If the Dolphins go for um, Watson, yeah. Tua's going to have to find a home somewhere, right? Tua, I don't know. I, Tua's not as attractive. Um, I need it. I need a mutter. I need somebody that's going to come to the AFC North and be ready to go battle with Joe Burrow. I, I to go to Baltimore. I, like I, I don't. You guys I, have the Steelers are so spoiled, right? You guys have had a franchise quarterback for two decades. Okay, forever. You don't know what it's like to be life as a Jets fan, where you got nobody. Every year you go out and it's like, oh, what, how long is Sam Darnold going to last? I'm old enough to remember when the Jets had a quarterback and the Steelers didn't. Richard Todd back oh, in the day, and 19... you know all those guys. We. The bridge from Bradshaw to whomever after. We went through some Cliff Stout, Mark Malone years. Yeah. Then it went to Tommy Maddox and, you know, Cordell Stewart, the, you know, you slash years. Yes. So we did a bunch of stuff before we got to Ben. But, it, I mean, it took a decade at least to find a guy. So yeah. I'm a little worried that the Steelers could turn into the Patriots the year in between the Mac Ooh. and the Brady. I mean, we may be Ooh, who looking was the at guy the for the Patriots. Oh, Cam Newton last year. Oh, you want Cam? Uh, Cam's not gonna. I mean, I love Cam. And <laughs> his hats. He ain't. Yeah, yeah. He, he ain't gonna fly. You could probably get Drew Locke in there. I don't think the Broncos. Oh, I don't think please. the Broncos. Hey, want what are you doing? I mean, sorry, you sorry. Doing? Hey, listen. It could be bleak if you don't get Jimmy G. Man, I, I just. I don't know the options. Well, maybe we'll have you back, Dave, when they're getting close. All right. I All right, man. It. Hey, thanks a lot. Great luck this weekend. Thanks for taking the time. Thanks, bro. You put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Toyo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories. And we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is John Middlecoff from 3 and Out with John Middlecoff. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young 
was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. Great, great stuff from Dave. We agree on a lot on Wildcard Weekend. Um, I'm not going to you know, sit here and give you guys all the trends for underdogs on wildcard weekend, but historically underdogs have played well. Uh, you know, it's interesting because if you'd listen to the podcast all season, you knew that during the week you're grinding away, looking for kernels of information that maybe people aren't finding on obscure games in the NFL. Um, and, and just seeing what you can turn up. The, the market is far less efficient when there are, uh, what, 15 games, well, I guess 16 games early in the season, then with the bye weeks, there's 14. Like, that's a lot of games they got to break down, and they don't want to miss anything. And that's where you can miss injuries and small matchups that you don't think matter, but really are a big deal, and you can find that edge. It's a lot tougher when there's only six games. These lines are super tight. They've barely moved, with the exception of Bengals-Raiders. Um, by the way, I don't totally agree with that move. I mean, I yes, I understand that the Raiders can make a case, um, and there, you know, that some of the things, as in like the Raiders zone, should be able to slow Burrow. The pass rush should get to Burrow without blitzing, which is key. And and yeah, the Raiders can hang around. I just can't get over the fact that they're four and zero in overtime games and seven and two in one possession games. And if you look at their last, I guess four games of the season, it was like a grind, all of them, close games, down to the final few minutes, and they had to win, like, all of them to get to the playoffs. That's exhausting. And then to be on the field for 88 plays against the Chargers and then on a short week have to fly. And, yeah, I know some of that's baked into the line. I get it. And I'm sure it's baked into the line, and you guys have 
I don't know if you've heard this elsewhere, but if you look at the Bengals' schedule, they have not left the state of Ohio since uh, I think it was the week before Christmas. So now you're talking about one team that's been sitting essentially at home uh, for a month and another one that's been crisscrossing the country um, and playing super close, exhausting games. Bengals rested all their stars last week. I mean, I I know it's going to be close and tight, and I did bet the under 24 in the first half. Um, I expect both teams to come out like boxers, you know, the whole analogy of feeling the other opponent out. Two coaches who don't want to screw up and cost themselves the game early. Two first-time playoff quarterbacks. It's going to be close to the vest. Like you enter a, a, a big poker tournament and you're not coming out going big early, going for the haymaker. You don't do that. I mean, you want to boom bust early? No, you want to muck a bunch you guys have all seen rounders. Come on, you hang the strategy. It's no different than a snowball fight or a Royal Rumble, if you ever did those back in the day, um, or even a game like Hunger Games, uh, and I, which I just watched with my kids this week. Um, dodgeball, you know, hang back, lay low, don't make yourself a target, don't go out trying to kid everybody, and guess what? You have a better chance of being the last guy standing. So if you are the Raiders, you're going to grind Josh Jacobs, you're going to go Darren Waller, you're going to go a little Hunter Renfro. You're not doing anything crazy. You're playing your base defense, and I think this is a low-scoring game under 24 in the first half. I do ultimately think the Bengals pull away. Um, I, I I don't know how much this matters, but if you look at Derek Carr's history, this was a guy who is from California, and he went to college at Fresno, and then he went to... Oakland Raiders and then he went to the Las Vegas Raiders and he plays in a dome and now you got that guy who's basically spent his entire career playing warm weather football going to Cincinnati where it's going to be in the 20s and it's going to be hostile they call it the you remember when it was the jungle with um I don't think it was the jungle with uh, Ocho Cinco and TJ Hushmanzada and Carson Palmer I think it was the jungle with like um Icky Icky Woods and James Brooks, uh, those Bengals teams of way, way back. I kind of like those. I think it was early 90s, late 80s maybe. Um, Yeah, I think the Bengals pull away and win. I I didn't bet their side. I just bet the under first half. I do uh, have a prop I'll give you guys. If you look at the way the Raiders play defense, they're not going to let Jamar Chase beat them on the bombs, you know. Baltimore, KC, they're going to leave their corners on islands, and Jamar Chase is going to win those one-on-one matchups. Raiders aren't going to do that. They're going to play their zone, and if you looked at the first meeting, Chase, I think, only had three catches for like 35 yards. And who was the big guy? It was Tyler Boyd finding spots in the zone. Tyler Boyd, really solid slot receiver, uh, nearly won me a fantasy title a couple of years ago. That's how good he was. He's just getting into the spots in the zone, and Burrow will hit him. And I think it, whatever props you can get on Tyler Boyd, those those will cash over. Um, I also want to bring up the the Max Crosby stuff because Max Crosby annihilated Storm Norton, the porn star, uh, the right tackle of the Chargers. And everybody's oh, Max Crosby's going to kill the backup right tackle uh, of the um, of the Bengals because Riley Reef is out. And it's funny, I decided to look into this. So Crosby, obviously, has had a great season, led the league in pressures. But, but, they've played four overtime games this season. Obviously, one was last week. In the other three, Crosby, the most snaps he played all season was 66. The week after (coughs) each of the overtime games, his numbers, you know, first of all, no sacks. And his numbers were down in each of those games. Exhausted? Possibly. So what happens now 
when on a short week, he had far more snaps than ever before this season. And he's got to travel. And I mean, I know he's a, he's a stud. He's an all-pro for sure. And he's going against a backup. But the kid Prince, who he's going against, um, he was really bad in his first game. You know, I think he's a six-rounder out of Ohio State. And he was bad against Bosa. When Riley Reef went down, um, Prince came in. Bosa sacked uh, Burrow twice. It's a bad game for the for the young guy. Since then, Baltimore, KC, and uh, Cleveland, Prince did not give up a sack. He's been better. So I, and if Crosby's not getting there, remember they lost a, a nose tackle, uh, Philon, Philon. Um, he got carted off against the Chargers. Like, if they don't get that push up front, I, I think Burrow can have some success, and I think uh, Mixon will be all right. So I'm going to go ahead. I'll put scores on these, okay, just for you. I will go 24-16 Bengals. Um, I'll write these down just for kicks. Um, but the actionable bet would be first half under for sure. Um, let's see what the next game is. Uh, second game. Oh, the night game. Buffalo and New England. I, I, I think I said what I like, what I really like to uh, Dave earlier. Um, and I'm on the Bills here. Full game. Uh, I don't know why people are betting the over. Uh, I guess the defenses people think are a little bit overrated given the opponent's face this year. Um, but I just, I don't have any belief that Mac Jones can come from behind and win an aerial battle in frigid, frigid Buffalo. Um, zero degrees is expected at kickoff. I, I, I just, I don't see this getting to 44. To me, this is like a 27-10 Bills. I'll put that down. 27-10 Bills. So I, I would lean to the under. Um, although it looks like the over's been hit. Uh, I just, I don't see that. Uh, game three is the um, the potential weather game. Now, this could change because you know these Florida weather games dramatically change. Um, but if I have to pick one upset, <coughs> it, I'm going to go with, uh, <laughs> I don't really like taking this, but I'm going to go, the upset I would take is Eagles. I would only put a little bit on the money line. I'm not taking them getting, the, getting eight and a half because we know the Bucks kill people at home. This feels like the Eagles will have a chance to pull the upset or the Bucks run away with it. Um, I, I just, I can't really explain why I think the Eagles could win other than weather makes wrecks havoc on the Bucks passing game. Uh, the Eagles are able to run behind their awesome offensive line. Bucks run defense has been a little spotty lately. And I do think there is something to when you hear narratives out there that everybody and, and their mom is saying on TV, radio, podcast, social media, that's when stuff, like when it's all out there in the ether, that's when it's over. You know, that stuff is useless. And all I hear is you can't run on Tampa. And I just, I, I look at recent weeks where I, I think I said it, the Jets ran for a buck fifty. I said it to Dave. And it's like, well, what if the Eagles can run and they can control the clock? I know they were they were destroyed in that first meeting. Um, they had like, and by destroyed, I mean, it was like 28, seven, it might've been 28, nothing, but they had like 73 yards in the first 75 yards in the first half, something like that. They couldn't move the football. Now Jalen hurts. It was early. Um, and Brady had a ton of success. He just dominated them. Um, it, it just feels like the weather is the best thing that can help the Eagles. I will add this, um, if you read, and again, you're still reading all the beat reporters, even though it's not the regular season, but there's a sentiment among some of the Eagles reporters that 
Philly knew, almost knew it was locked in to Tampa, right? There, I think they had like an 80% chance to face um, the Bucks, and they rested everybody. You could argue, behind the scenes, was Philly preparing for Tampa for two weeks? And they've already faced them. I know that they've been lit up by good quarterbacks. Herbert killed them, Mahomes, Dak. Um, I, I think I think Carr really beat up on him in Vegas. And I remember because I was on the Eagles. Brady doesn't have the weapons. The one guy that the one prop guy I'm looking at is Gronk. He did not play in the earlier meeting. Um, and Eagles are one of the worst teams in the league defending linebacker, uh, defending uh, tight ends with their linebackers. They've given up more touchdowns to tight ends than anyone in the league. And I know this because I, during <laughs> one of my strategies in fantasy this season was I'm not going to draft a tight end early unless I can get like one of the great ones. And then I'll just trade in out every week. And I would look at the teams that are worst against the tight ends. And the Eagles got killed by him. Dalton Schultz, a couple touchdowns. Foster Moreau filling in for Darren Waller. Touchdowns like Eagles just got torched by tight ends. Gronk is going to dominate. So I will be hitting Gronk props as soon as they come out on this one. Um, rain, rain, shine, uh, wind, Gronk is going to get his, you know that, um, I'm not touching the total, but, uh, I, I, you know, I, I'll be teasing the Buccaneers down, but I do think I will have some on the money line for the Eagles. I think there is a tiny chance of an upset. Um, nobody seems to be giving Philly a chance. And I, that's when I like to back teams. San Fran Dallas is by far toughest game. Told you guys multiple times. I bet. <clears throat> Sorry, Dallas early in the week. I don't have much else um, on this. I'm not touching the total. I think it probably goes over. Um, the big one today will be what happens with Trent Williams at practice. Um, if he's out, <coughs> that's really, really bad news for um, San Fran's because Jimmy Garoppolo is one of the worst quarterbacks under pressure. Um, pro football focus, they break all this down. <clears throat> Damn, choking up um, here this morning. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo, I believe, has the third worst turnover, third most turnover worthy plays of any quarterback under pressure. It's like he's just not, he kind of crumbles. And if he's down his left tackle, Trent Williams, against the Dallas front that uh, ranked number four in pressure rate, Michael Parsons, Demarcus Lawrence. This is a, can be a very nasty group. Randy Gregory, I think there's a scenario where Jimmy G kind of spits the bit in his final game, maybe as a Niner. We all thought the Rams game could have been his final. So I'm going to take uh, Dallas. I will go Dallas 31, San Fran 27. Oh, I forgot to give a score for Eagles Bucks. Um, Let's go 21-20 Eagles, just for, because I'm going to put some on the money line. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I'll, ta- I'll take uh, Dallas in a close one, 31-27. Um, if you're looking for a prop guy, and I said this on the Fox Gambling Show on Thursday, George Kittle is the guy you're looking for. I mean, Leighton Van Der Esch has no chance against him in the middle of the field. They don't put Micah Parsons in coverage because he can't cover anybody. Um, he can get to the passer. That's sure as shit for sure. Um, he can't cover anybody, and I don't like the safeties um, uh, against Kittle because they got to worry about Debo Samuel and the yak. Uh, I saw 
on uh, what was that? What I go to the website that checks all the the um, pressure rates and they track yak yards after the catch. Cowboys have given up the fifth most yak in the league. When you're facing Debo Samuel, that's not good. Uh, I know that's a lot of the points to bad news for um, for Dallas, but I'm still going to commit to them. Uh, Casey Pittsburgh will be short. Um, if you listen to the interview with Dave, you know I'm on KC. First half by seven. Uh, it's a juice seven now. By kickoff, it might even hit seven and a half. You can't even get the juice. But I, I don't hate seven and a half either. This could be 13-3. Uh, at, at half, but 14-3. But Kansas City is, that's the one side I cannot go against. And I know the books need Pittsburgh badly. But just watching Ben Crater in the second half of the season last year, the second half of the season this year, I, I don't I don't see a scenario where, where Pittsburgh's in this. I will go 30-10 to 10 KC. And then on Monday, I, can we, should we save Rams? Cardinals? Yeah, let's save Rams Cardinals from Monday. Um, who knows? I could take a beating or I could win a ton of money this weekend and then roll it all into the Rams, who I, I like a lot. But let's see how the underdogs do. Um, remember, underdogs have owned wild card weekend in recent years. Um, I, I it just, man, I'm excited about these games. Obviously, I'll be uh, on social media during the games. Hope you guys enjoy them. Uh, stay warm if you are in the northern part of the country. Holy cow, it looks frigid. I don't envy anybody in Buffalo, but uh, keep your shirt on when you're jumping through those tables, WWF style. Yes, WWF. Uh, All right, guys, enjoy the weekend. I'll talk to you Monday. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.